Welcome to the MKG Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well as we're just coming off of uh, the pizza day here in the Bitcoin space. In this episode, we're definitely going to cover Bitcoin Miami Conference or the Miami Bitcoin Conference. Um, The controversy, of course, surrounding the ordinals and inscriptions, etc., Thought it was a good debate, so we're definitely going to uh, parse that a bit. Stay tuned. And we're back. If you're new here, welcome. If you're back as a subscriber, appreciate you. Give us a thumbs up and a share. If you guys enjoy this episode, much more to come. Before we get uh, into the episode, I do want to remind the family that we have the giveaway happening. You guys may have forgotten or may not be aware. So I have a Bitrunner, a piece from our art collection, the Bitcoin art collection. We will be giving that away June 15th. This is the date associated with Bitcoin and Balaji's bet of a million dollar Bitcoin, excuse me. Balaji made a million dollar bet that Bitcoin would reach one million for a coin by June 15th. Now, if it doesn't happen, I'll just be giving away the one piece. However, if it does hit one million, we're going to give away 11 pieces from the collection. So to participate in the giveaway, all you have to do is share the content, regardless on where you're listening, as far as platform, share it on any social media platform, tag me so that I'm aware, and that will enter you into the giveaway. All right, let's get into today's info. All right, pizza day. So you guys know that was the first occasion that Bitcoin was used uh, for a purchase. It was for pizza. Uh, Tens of thousands worth of Bitcoin, or I should say tens of thousands of Bitcoin were used in that transaction. It's some astronomical amount today. Uh, But again, the greater message was that we started to see what I think the true intention of Bitcoin was, which was to create Uh, I think in the beginning, a parallel economy, right? When I say, when I say parallel, I just mean the two existing at once and like the emergence of this Bitcoin economy. Uh, Just for me, you know, I've always felt that that was its true intention, not just to be a store of value. Many people in the Bitcoin space, a lot of OGs, Uh, They come from that perspective that it is a store of value only, that it is a layer one uh, coin only. And I'm definitely not one of those. I'm into the second layers, lightning, side chains like liquid. So I'm into trying to get, trying to use whatever tools are available to make that happen as efficiently as possible. Right. How do we bring it from beyond just store value? That is why I'm a a heavy proponent of layer twos and side chains. 
right? Namely, Lightning Network and Liquid. Okay, so now let's get into what I feel are the meat and potatoes of today's episode. The conference there in Miami, the largest one is with regards to Bitcoin. Now, coming into this one, I think everyone knew that the most controversial stage would be the ordinal inscription debate. Uh, You had the two sides kind of represented by two different people. You had Eric and Udi. You had Shinobi. And I forget the other gentleman's name representing the other side. Right? We know that Udi and Eric are representing the ordinals and inscriptions. They are the guys kind of leading the way with, with regards to the the wizards. All right. I thought that the debate was very nuanced. I thought the debate was very, very nuanced. And I realized after watching the debate that the ordinal people and people like myself are not doing this for the same purpose. Yeah, that was that was the big thing that I came away from it. Uh, let me kind of give an example of what I mean by this. So the problems that they're attempting to solve, i.e. the mining fee issue, that is not a concern of mine, right? That is just not something that's on my agenda, but that is uh, their agenda. So, okay. <laughs> Recognize that we have two different interests in particular. Um, and, and that's just one particular point. The other is uh, wanting to save imagery or information or data to the blockchain itself so that it can stay there forever. This to me is also secondary. I understand that they're coming from the position of, well, if it's a collectible, you want it to have staying power. This is the way in which you have the greatest staying power. Okay, okay, I get that, I get that. But no, I have a different agenda for that as well. Surely I'm into collecting, don't get me wrong. But when it comes to artwork, I feel that artwork has its greatest impact when it's proliferated. Now the owning side of this, or the permanence of this, The permanence comes from the proliferation for me. Right? So when the, as the artwork is proliferated, this is, this is how it has its permanency in the world or in the minds or in the hearts or what have you. Not necessarily this, uh, this blockchain element that they're talking about, like storing the information there. This is not something that I'm concerned with. Right, for me, I'm, I'm, I definitely, uh, how should we say? Yeah, I, I think it's easier to attribute value from a token that kid that has a royalty attached to it and is pointing to some art as opposed to what they're describing in their uh, in their concepts, 
It is just, honestly, we're not even talking about the same thing. Like when I talk about Bitcoin art, I describe it from a perspective of I'm, I think of it as a way to communicate with, you know, no coiners and more on that, right? As we continue on, but this is a way for me to communicate with them. Right. As opposed to trying to give them an earful when I meet them, the conversational piece kind of flows more naturally with this piece of art. Right. This is why my choices in art are so focused. Right. You guys know that I promote two particular series that I have. I'm I'm calling them series. They're collections. Uh, The cypherpunk series. And I think it's pretty evident why that would be important when communicating Bitcoin to a normie, right? A pre-coiner. What is Bitcoin about? Then the second collection is the BitRunner, right? These are those that are tapped into the network, i.e. node runners, etc. I think that this imagery is perfect uh, with regards to trying to proliferate what is Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin adoption. Uh, communicating the ethos associated with Bitcoin. Right? I don't think that they're even interested in anything of that sort. I don't think that has anything to do with what they're talking about. Uh, Let's see. I think what was mostly exposed was that this ordinal inscription thing is transitory but they are not promoting it in that way. They're promoting it as something that has true merit. And I think that's where the the controversy comes in. There are people in this space that are really, really, really besides themselves. (laughs) Uh, Maybe you guys have seen, maybe you haven't, but Again, it's the most controversial thing happening right now in Bitcoin. It has a lot of people in their emotions, right? I've heard a lot of people uh, taunting one another, antagonizing one another. And I mean, it's interesting to watch. It's definitely entertainment. But I think I think that clear minds, you know, are going to be able to kind of move with with grace through this time period. And what I mean by that is, is that every so often we're all going to realize that there will be some new phenomenon that is, you know, raising the fees on the main chain, which is fine. But this also implies that for those that were against the second layers and the side chains, that they're going to have to make a decision. You know, they're going to you either forever hold your peace and maybe even get priced out of that main layer, right? Layer one, or you start to kind of create, you know, open up the valves and kind of release that pressure and like have other ways in which you can maneuver in the Bitcoin space. Um, I, I think I can almost predict like onboarding is going to be purely a lightning thing purely you know a liquid thing just because as time goes on this will happen again folks and i'm just talking about the fees on the main chain 
lightning is not going to be sufficient for the entire globe either. I think that everyone is kind of coming to those conclusions. I think it's starting to rear its head with regards to some of the inefficiencies associated with lightning. Again, folks, it's all software. And it can be, you know, improved upon. So I'm always optimistic about that. Whether we're talking about lightning, whether we're talking about the base chain, I'm always optimistic about what kind of things can be done to improve it. And I think we have a lot of uh, improvement to see. Uh, Something else that I caught on to observing this uh, after the debate, after the conference was over, I saw a tweet uh, from one of the folks there at Bitcoin Magazine and they were talking about how they observed Bitcoin OGs that they had not seen in years, right? Years meaning since 2013, 2014, and we're just talking about at the conference. Certain people that had not been there in years were all of a sudden there because of this Taproot Wizard group and this ordinal inscription phenomenon. Now, I don't know how true that is. I don't know how true that is, but I'll say this, it's starting to get very, very pumpy. You know, before it definitely seemed like a, uh, a pump and dump scheme, but now it, it's starting to grow right ahead along this whole pump and dump kind of angle. That was something that was spoken on on stage as well. If there's this pumponomics that's associated with these ordinal inscriptions and it's kind of like the writing is on the wall, it seems pretty evident. Yeah, so that was that's kind of my take on the debate. Again, found it interesting uh, that, you know, just listening to what their perspective is and what their agenda is. Right. Creating collectibles that are on chain. And increasing the fees on the main chain to secure the Bitcoin network. Very interesting. Very interesting. I understand this is what you have to say. This is what your agenda is. Cool. Right? Cool. For us, totally different. Right? Totally different. Totally different. I don't have any interest in those things. Have to be honest. Uh, Okay, let's kind of move a little bit forward. Kind of coming towards the end here. Again, if you guys are enjoying the content, be sure to give us a thumbs up, give us a share, give us a like. If you know anyone that you think can gain from this information, be sure to share it with them. There is an upcoming conference there in Prague, BTC Prague. Should be interesting. There is a particular talk that I want to see along these lines. Um, I see that it's called Ordinals are retarded. (laughs) Um, Should be good. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of good information. I'm sure it's going to be fairly entertaining. Uh, But, you know, it's all about the information and ideas, folks. It's all about the information and ideas. So I would love to hear from an engineering perspective here. Why are ordinals retarded? 
because I'm not an engineer. I'm not technical like that, right? I never claim to be. So I'm always looking to become informed and become educated, right? Get some references so that I can actually do some of my own research. And I always recommend, you know, you do the same, right? Stay away from the so-called thought leaders or the influencers or what have you. A lot of times these people are corporate folks, you know, with a very, very clear agenda. And I always think it's just good to listen to what folks have to say on both sides of the argument, right? Do your own research and weigh the information yourself and then move on, right? Just some advice to, uh, to any of you folks out there, old or new in the Bitcoin space. Just a reminder. Bitcoin Prague. Yeah, you guys let me know if any of you are going to be out there. You get in the comment section, let me know. BTC Prague. All right, last but not least. I saw a quote, and I think it surmises the perspective that the NKD podcast has been, you know, the angle that we've been coming from. And it's a quote that I saw on Twitter from Crypto Graffiti. You guys aren't familiar with Crypto Graffiti. Uh, He is definitely one of the more prolific artists in the Bitcoin space, has been around since the very early days. And I think that he just, again, distilled it very well. So I'm going to let you guys know I'm going to read it right here. It just says, we need more Bitcoin art to reach pre-coiners. Interesting. Do you guys think that's interesting? Do you agree or do you disagree? Right, what does he mean by that? Well, if I, you know, just taking it on face value, again, if it's about adoption, if it's about spreading the ethos, if it's about hyper Bitcoinization, I think the most efficient, because we, you know, that was that whole debate, efficiency. I think the most efficient method is through the art, the Bitcoin art, not through influencers. Right. Many times in the space, you will notice when a new person adopts, it could be a politician. It can be a businessman, right? Businesswoman. Uh, It can be, you know, some intelligent person. Right. It can be. Maybe even a religious organization or leader. Many times as Bitcoiners, I notice that we'd like to kind of get behind them and cheerlead for them. And it works for a while, right? You know, we had the, the Elons and, you know, we, just on and on and on. It works for a hot second, right? We end up getting someone that can communicate the message very well. And we kind of get behind them and want to champion them. And then, of course, we find out that they're a human being (laughs) and that they're flawed, right? Whatever mistake that they make, you know, all of a sudden we're ready to uh, burn them at the stake. So to get past all of that, to just completely bypass any of that scenario, do away with that. As Bitcoiners, I understand the desire to 
educate others about Bitcoin, right? Educate others about the fiat system that we're all, you know, under. I, I definitely feel the exact same way, you know? So again, even as opposed to putting myself out there as some sort of an influencer or something of that sort, I'd rather let the art speak. Right, and we can go from there. This is just my personal opinion. You guys let me know what you think. Do you agree with crypto graffiti? Do you feel like we need more Bitcoin art to reach pre-corners or is there a Should we continue to use the current methods? Is there another method that you're thinking of? You guys let me know. Get in the comment section. All right. Not going to keep you too long. Uh, It's been a little while since our last episode, but I did want to wait until the conference was over so that I could observe that debate. You guys let me know what you thought of the debate. And uh, I saw also, as we close out, I saw a random post from Satoshi back in the day. Uh, He was talking about toppings to put on a pizza. And for my new folks, I'm talking Satoshi Nakamoto, the creator of Bitcoin, uh, who later on disappeared. Uh, He stated that jalapenos and pineapples are good on a pizza. I'm down with the uh, jalapenos. I don't do the pineapples. What about y'all? <laughs> All right, folks. Catch you on the next episode. Peace.